0: It's time to be unapologetically you. Welcome to the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren LaMunnion, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, DC. If you want to go from feeling burnt out to fired up, this is the spot for you. We're talking about the real issues, the real topics that are affecting you at home, in business in every relationship that you're having. If you have a question, a concern, a criticism, whatever it is, hit us up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure that you're subscribed on Spotify or iTunes. What's going on, Spitfires? It's your host, Lauren and the Spitfire Coach, coming to you with another burnout preventing, fired up inducing episode of the Spitfire podcast. I'm coming right off of a client session and I just couldn't wait. I had to capture this and share it with you like many of my other episodes. My clients, I don't know, its they're amazing. I feel like every session is a collaboration where we're creating customized tools and new approaches to things that seem obvious but clearly aren't if we aren't doing them. And I just love that They are co-creators and give the inspiration to create these tools that I then can pass on to you guys, the listening audience. And so today I want to talk about giving feedback. Now I have worked with managers, team leads, bosses, CEOs, and everyone that I talk to hates, I mean, despises, wants to crawl up in a ball, in a cave and avoid like the plague giving feedback. And... Undoubtedly, it is like the most anxiety-inducing and fear-inducing part of their job, and I'm, I, you know, I, I thought back on when I when I managed people, and I really didn't like it either. And so I tried to think about, well, what is it that makes it so awful to give feedback? And if you've read like leadership books they talk about the Oreo sandwich, which I call the the shit sandwich. I've got a blog up about it. But it's basically when you you give a compliment, then you give a criticism, and then you give a compliment again. So basically, like the person is anticipating the criticism in the middle, and they're not paying attention to anything you're saying. And more often than not, it's coming off really fake and inauthentic, and you can totally hear it. So I was talking to a client today, and and she uh, leads a number of people. And is very uncomfortable with giving feedback. And we were talking about the process of doing it. And so I asked her, well, you know, when you get feedback, how do you like to hear it? How do you want it delivered? And so she was able to explain, you know, that she just wants the facts. She just wants to know what's going on and what she can do about it. But undoubtedly, what happens is people transfer stories. They're anticipating the reactions of the other person, so they're being apologetic. They're trying to spin it in a way that's like, oh, it's not so bad, it's so great. So they're sugarcoating it. And all it's doing is putting layers of confusion and frustration on top of the facts. See, people can handle things. It's all in the way that we present it. So we talked about, you know, when she got feedback to deliver to a team member what she does with it. And the, there's a, an episode, a couple episodes back called For You, Not For You. So this will actually give you some more insight on this. But I asked her, okay, so when, when you get feedback, what is for you? And she said, well, it's the facts. It's the data. The fact that, you know, this didn't go well. And I said, what isn't for you? And she's like, well, the telephone, all the, you know, interpretations of things and the storyline and the assumption of who this person is. And so we talked about pulling out the data, the for you, away from the story, and then how do you deliver it? How do you package that to the person that needs to get the feedback? And so you can deliver it just as is, like here are the facts, Jack. Don't talk back, and most times people don't. Um, So you can handle the facts, You you can say this is what it is, or what we came up with, which I was like, this is genius, is you can deliver it as a gift. It can be a gift of the reframe to allow someone to have an awareness about themselves. It's a teachable moment, it's a coachable moment, but when it is covered in story, in apologetic emotions, in your own story of your fear of this person not liking you because you're telling them this, it prevents their growth. It prevents them being able to see it and to take it on. So if we can package it as a gift, and the gift is the data and the delivery, and maybe it becomes a tool, maybe it becomes a recommendation of, hey, you know what, I noticed that you were kind of, you know, saying some things that were a little sarcastic. So how might we approach this differently where you're able to, you know, have your humor expressed, but you're able to kind of like check it to see if it's appropriate or not. So you can co-create tools or you can make recommendations rather than you should do this, you shouldn't do that. You know, no one likes to feel like they're a small child. So creating that space for someone to express agreement or disagreement and to have that, that conversation rather than a top-down, here's how it is, or that bottom, uh, bottom feeling of like that you're apologetic and having to make it right for them. So f- first cleanse your own energy, clear your emotions on it, and think about if you were in their shoes, what would you want to hear? So, you can re-gift this information. You can turn it into a tool. You can actually say, you know what? I've been working on this with someone else, and if you're interested, I'd love to show it to you. So, you're presenting it as a way that gives people the opportunity to come from a place of choice, rather from what they have to do or can't do. If we're constantly telling people what they can't do, they begin to feel powerless. So, we have the ability to empower people with the feedback that we give them. So imagine that. Imagine that the feedback is the gift. It's the empowerment. It's the awareness. But what happens when we don't do that? If we cower away from the truth and the facts, we are actually stunting their growth. We're stunting our own growth. So our, our, our desire of preventing that short-term pain is preventing long-term growth. So try this out a couple times. It's going to feel a little awkward, but actually I think that that it's going to be super impactful the first time you do it. Uh, I'm going to try it out. I don't really have anybody to give feedback to. Maybe I'll talk to myself in the mirror. Maybe I'll give myself a review. But think about like who have you needed to give feedback to and how can you pull out the facts from the story and present it in a way that's constructive, that's not sugar coated in, in false uh, false positive feedback or false compliments, how do you just deliver it? How do you get real and straight with people and, and get to know them on what makes them tick? What are their must-haves and their deal-breakers? How do you get to know them better so that you can really support them in their growth, in their personal and professional growth? You know, think about the person in your life. Maybe it was a teacher or a coach or a mentor who was able to give it to you straight. They weren't tiptoeing around, you know, those sensitive topics. They just said, you know what? Your tone was kind of rude. How about we work on that? Like, I'm seeing that you're not getting the best result in the way that you're approaching it. What's going on here? It's the people that have the courage to stick their neck out, to not have a guaranteed nice interaction that are the most respected. So don't worry about being people's friends. Worry about how, actually don't even worry, focus on how you want to feel as a leader at the end of the conversation, make it about the points that you're communicating and how you want to show up, not on how you're received. Make it about you. Yes, make it about you. It's not about the other person. It's not. They, they need the information as much as you need to deliver the information. So be clear, package it as a gift, as a tool, as a recommendation, and then allow the space for discussion. Allow the space for experimentation, to look at it differently. And if they're defensive, acknowledge that they're feeling defensive and get curious about where it's coming from. Because typically when people are acting out, there's usually something else going on. And if you can create that line of trust, it will give you amazing insights to see who that person is underneath all that frustration. So I hope this was helpful. I'm so excited to talk to this client next week to see how she's been able to apply this tool. And if you use this tool, feel free to let me know. I'm I just love my tools in the wild. It's great. Uh, so check out some past episodes. The for you, not for you, will be great for this. Also, the core of your frustration will be a great one too. So for all the Spitfires out there, keep being awesome.